0: Welcome back, family. This week's podcast features an amazing artist from Los Angeles who has drawn inspiration from one of the most talented, influential, and often overlooked actors of the last century. Austin Jay has written, produced, and stars in an awesome one-man show that highlights the life and journey of Harry Belafonte. Now, as Austin points out, Harry Belafonte was an inspiration to so many people in both the entertainment world as well as being a force for social change. So we're glad to bring to our family our conversation with Austin and hope that you will be as enlightened by it as we were. Also, have a listen and then check out Austin on Twitter at Austin J and his one-man show at com. So let's go. Tell the people who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are.
1: Okay. Hey, my name is Austin J. I am an actor, writer, producer. I have a show called Belafonte Unauthorized: A Shared Humanity about Harry Belafonte, the living legend. Uh, I got to this point, was 2016. So in 2014, I started researching and found the uh, this information on Harry Belafonte. Started reading about him and started gravitating to him. And he died. he's an interesting man and a friend of mine. Uh, told me to do a one-man show. Cause I do a one-man show. I forgot to add that part, but I do a one-man show. And I started researching, and I was like, sure, why not do a one-man show? And that's how I got to where I'm at right now.
0: So you started off wanting to be an actor, or is this something that you grew into?
1: Uh, it's something I grew into, but I also tell people like to watch out what they say, like pay attention to what they say, because when I was a kid, you know, I was watching TV. I mean, most kids were probably watching, you know, anybody black that they can find. And I was watching, you know, episodes of Martin or the first Prince of Bel-Air, you know, Wayne's brothers, all these things. And I said, as a kid, like, I want to do that. But I never saw it as an art form or, you know, me being an actor. It was me really making people laugh and entertaining people and inspiring people. And uh, later, once I graduated, graduated high school, you know, I will have, like, random people, strangers come up to me and ask me if I was a model or something. And I was like, no, I'm not. They're like, oh, you act? And I was like, no. And then they said, oh, man, you should do that. And I was like, no, I'm okay. Yeah, cause I'm born and raised in L.A. Right. I'm born and raised in L.A., so, I mean, that's not a necessity necessarily, you know, unless I came from, like, a small town. It's like, oh, I see that. I want to do that. And um, I was in junior college at the time. And the same night I was trying out for the basketball team, I went to an acting class. And that after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to act. Because I grew up a shy kid. Like, I'm still shy, even though people don't think I am. But I'm really shy. I just hide it better now. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I started staying in it and staying in it and started realizing what it was and how effective being an actor was or is and I remember being at a party one night one day and I met Holly Robinson Pete and the only thing she told me uh it was, you know outside you know sometimes you meet people and they say like, you know, oh you're an actor, you know, you have an agent, you have this and all that and she didn't even say any of that. I was just like, you know, I'm an actor. She said, okay, don't give up. And I was like, okay. So I just listened to her ever <laughs> since. Like, all right, I just won't give up. I don't know what it meant, but I was like, all right, I just won't give up. And I'm seeing the benefit of not giving up because as time goes, you start learning more and, you know, you start meeting people and start understanding things more, and the ins and outs. And, you know, so that's how I got here.
0: So what age was it when you... Officially decided I'm an actor.
2: What age was I?
1: Yeah, how how long ago was that? Uh, that was, that was just, no, I'm just saying. People get like so worried about people get so worried about their ages. It's so funny. Um, I was seventeen, going on eighteen. So yeah. you were still
0: in the formative years.
1: Yeah, and I had just graduated. I graduated high school at seventeen, so I was just getting out of high school. Okay. Yeah, and I was at junior college for about a year and a half so I think with that first year I started acting at like 17 18 and then trying to figure out if it was something for me and then I ended up um, just going with it I've been at this for a minute
0: so uh, okay did you start taking classes or it was kind of something that you went at it or started- in organic fashion
1: I went in as organic but also started taking classes. So uh one of my mentors is uh Phil Morris. Phil Morris he was the lawyer. He played Jackie on Powell side on the show, yeah. On side field. exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. But so that's one of my one of my mentors and he uh I went to high school actually with his kids, really his because his son played on the same football team team with me, uh, my junior year. And so after high school a mutual friend of ours, you know, hit him up. and was like, you know, this kid wants to act. You know, if you sit down and talk to him and stuff like that. And so I had a meeting with him and you know, he gave me a lot of information. And I mean, one of the things he did was like stay in the gym because one day you got to take your shirt off and you can't go to the gym right before you shoot and and, <laughs> uh, and take your shirt off. You got to hit it. So I've always been consistent in the gym. Plus I, I'm an athlete, so I've always Staying active, and I just love staying active. But he was—he's a huge influence on me in my life. And even when, like, with this one man show, when I told him I was doing it, he was like, "Ooh, man, that, that's a lot of work." And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Okay." And so when he came and saw it earlier this year in April, he was like, "Man, congratulations! Like, you, like, you made this happen. You." put your uh every foot in front of each other foot if that's even the thing to say you know you made it happen like you took baby steps but you got to the point where you needed to get to him. so meeting with him and talking to him has been huge for me in my life and my career
0: okay so how long from junior college to uh, i think bowling the beautiful was the first thing that you really booked well yeah that was the
1: first thing i ever did on tv was
0: Did you did you have your I made it moment or you had your I gotta grind harder moment?
1: I had I had a grind harder moment. I played basketball, football. I played uh, Little League Baseball. I've been through sports my whole life. And, you know, when I got there, then I got on set, it was like, okay, I'm here. Now I got to deliver. And now what am I learning from this? Because I know that I'm not where I want to be as an actor, but this is definitely a stepping stone. And thank you for the opportunity because now I'm on set. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing how people work. I'm seeing how different people work. I know each set is not going to be the same. And then from there, it's like, okay, what's next? How can I get better? Like an athlete, like a like an athletic mind. How can I get better? How can I get better? How can I get better? And so I, it was never like, oh, I made it. I'm about to blow up. It's like, no, I'm here. What else can come from this? What other opportunities can I get?
2: Because this is about
1: this is about opportunities, man. This ain't about you know, fame and all that stuff. Like that stuff comes fame and stardom, but the more opportunities you're allowed, you know, especially you know, I don't know if you play sports, but the more it's like repetition. The more games you're going to play, the better you're going to get throughout the season. If you play a full basketball season with the 82 games in the, in the NBA, you know, the first five games of the season after preseason, you're like, man, our team is struggling, yeah, because you still have to get. Got to get better. You got to go through that repetition. Every year is different, you know.
0: What was the, the biggest thing you learned from those early years?
1: The biggest thing for me at that time uh, was being comfortable in myself, being comfortable in who I am, uh, knowing that I can have fun on set. You know, I know that I, I'll do the work. I know that I'll put the work in. I know that I um, can do it. I did learned that I can do it because that's like the first thing. It's like, man, am I? Can I even do this? Like, is this something that I can even do? You know, I'm on set. I deliver my lines, or I, I'm playing scene and then it's like, okay, I've done it. Oh, I can do this. Okay, it's not just an idea or a thought you know, a a fantasy of one day I will do this. No, I can't do this now. I got to continue this.
0: So from, from then to your next big break, what, what was the next thing up?
1: The next, next big break. I don't know if I've had like a next big break. I'm, <laughs> I think I'm still I think I'm probably still looking for that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
2: the next highlight right now, right?
1: <laughs> The next highlight uh from that Yeah, I'm like trying to think about going through my resume now. I don't I don't, I don't.
2: <laughs> Because when you because when
1: you're in it and mm-hmm. it's and you know, when you're in it, you don't take the time to like sit in and be like, Man, I've done this, I've done that, you right. know. Um because you're, like I said, you're on to the next thing. Like, okay, how can I get better? What else next? Like, what else do I want to do? You know, what, so what other roles do I want to play? It's about the grind. And so I have to remind myself. Also, I have friends that remind me, hey, man, take a break, rest. Like, you just did that. And it's like, oh, yeah. But like I said, the athletic mind mm-hmm. is like, no, I can't be, I can't be satisfied. I got to, like, keep going. I got to, you know, and then you burn out and you're like man why am I so tired but a lot of that has to do with uh just you're just so you know you're just trying to trying to figure it out so so a lot of stuff that I've done uh you know has been a lot of fun stuff like I worked with uh, Maggie Lawson, she had a show on uh ABC called Back okay. in the Game. <laughs> yeah. That was that was fun, that was amazing. She's a very nice lady. And that was coming uh, right off
0: of uh Psych, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was coming right off of Psych. And then uh when I uh did I just recently did uh Angie Tribeca with Rashida Jones mm-hmm. and that set that set was cool. She was really nice and, and warming and you know, cool and willing to talk to you and have conversations so uh, like I said before, a lot of it is just about gaining opportunities you know, and i mean I, I don't necessarily look at um like oh my next break or my big break, you know, I just want the opportunity if I can get more opportunity and get enough people to know who I am or see who see my talent and stuff like that, that's where i'll probably be able to sit back and be like, I got my break, you know? Because right. I, so I think so many people are looking for their next break that, like I said, they get burnt out or they you know, they're struggling. Cause they're like, when's my next break? When's my next break? Instead of just doing the work and enjoying the process and the journey, which can be tough, trust me, but you got It's like you've got to just be so passionate that you just Creating the opportunity.
0: So, with that, creating the opportunity. When did you start writing for yourself?
1: Uh, two years ago, when I wrote this show.
0: Okay, so this, <laughs> this is the uh, the first thing that you really put pen to pad. Yes,
1: yes, and I think the reason this was this came to fruition is because. I'm so passionate about it. This is definitely a passion piece. Mm -hmm. Like this is a deep passion piece from top to bottom. I'm putting my heart and soul, my own money. I'm not waiting on anybody. And it's not that I'm not waiting on anybody because, you know, I'm, 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 you know, all up in myself. Like I'm gonna do it myself. It's like, no, this I just want it done a certain way. I want it done right. And I'm really passionate about, this 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 band, Harry Belafonte. I'm passionate about his story. I know that everybody can relate to his story because we've all searched for our authenticity, and that's pretty much what this story is about. On top of you know him going through the uh, civil rights movement and that struggle, and being an entertainer and that struggle at that time, and and funding the the movement, being the person that uh, raised the most money out of anybody for the movement. And what that is about while searching for his true authentic self. I struggled with that. Uh, I know a lot of people struggle with that. And so that's the story I'm telling. So it's the passion through that that's creating, like I said, the opportunity because, you know, there's been certain things that I wanted to write or wanted to be a part of. And then, you know, for, for whatever reason, I stopped writing. But this was something that I couldn't put down. And, I'm grateful for that because it's a great project in my eyes. Uh, A lot of people have enjoyed the project that has come to see the show. And uh, I think how I work, I don't know how other people work, but I know how I work is when it's a passion piece or something that I'm really passionate about, there's nothing that can stop me from seeing it through. And this is definitely one of the situations where I started writing and I didn't second guess myself or anything like that. And I just kept going. And flowing, and then finally put it up, and see if it makes sense, and it does. So now I keep putting it up.
0: So before this, were you had you really looked into Harry Belafonte, or you started reading about him, and that led to the the uh, the one man show?
2: Well, I saw I saw a
1: post on um, Facebook, uh, a friend of mine, Issa Ray, I uh, have probably heard of her, her new show, at' the right. Cure. Just about. Uh, she had a post and I was just going through Facebook. You know, we all search uh, uh, social media and I was sitting on the couch and I was going through stuff. And I saw this post uh, that had Harry Belafonte and Dorothy Dangers. And the title was, Will Hollywood Allow Blacks to Make Love on Screen? So I was like, okay, let me read about it. Let me see what this article about. And then... I was like, you know, I heard about Harry Belafonte. I heard some of the songs and stuff like that. I mean, I'm young, and I don't really hear about Harry Belafonte. We hear about other people. We might hear about Luther King, Malcolm X, you know, uh, James Baldwin, you know, Sidney Poitier, even. Mm-hmm. And so I just was like, why isn't nobody telling a new story? Why isn't anybody, you know, gravitated to this guy? And so I started researching, reading um, about him and looking at his documentary. Uh, Sing Your Song, and uh, his memoir, My Song, and I was that's why I was like, man, this dude is interesting, and I was like, man, people should do a movie about this, and that's when my friend, uh, Penelope, was like, why don't you do a one-man show?
2: And I was like, okay.
1: And so it really came organically, and I think that's pretty much what most things by accident happened and I just, I guess I answered the call.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, that some people will say, you know, I asked the call and I said, all right, well, I'm not really quote unquote, you know, working and haven't caught my break, I guess. So let's do this. And
2: try, it's funny because so, a lot of stuff that I
1: end up doing is I'm, I'm saying to myself, like, well, I'm not doing anything else. I might as well. I might as well do this. <laughs> so that's how it came about.
0: So how long from starting to, when you, you had like your first show, and and what was the immediate response?
2: Well,
1: I started researching July two thousand fourteen, and then July from July two thousand fourteen to uh two thousand fifteen, I was just reading and researching, and then piecing it all together and figuring out what to talk about and what was interesting and what made sense, and then um, two thousand fifteen. Uh, a guy that I know, uh, his name is Aaron Braxton. He, he wrote a one-man show years ago in 2007, 2008. And I was a stagehand. I actually was a stage manager, and I ran his lights and sound. And so I called him because I had spoken to him in years. And I said, hey, man, you know, I'm, I got this idea. I've never done this before about a one-man show. Uh, why don't um, you want help? want to help me? piece it together and so we went about the business of piecing it together in 2015 starting in may until around you know september and then from then from 2000 from september 2015 i started just getting up and reading and rehearsing and, and taking stuff out and putting stuff in what made sense and what didn't make sense and then my vision of the show from my ideas just started to flow and I knew exactly what songs I wanted in. I knew where I wanted them. Uh, I knew I had to play the guitar because Harry's played the guitar. So I went about the business of grabbing a guitar. And I'd never played a guitar in my life. So I grabbed a guitar and, and played it and learned it in a month, a song. Um,
2: so you're
0: singing during then, the show too?
1: I sing nine shows. I mean, so- songs, nine shows. I sing nine songs. Uh I do one full song, and then the other ones are pretty much snippets. But they're 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 telling the story of his life and how they and how it came about. Okay. It's not like I'm doing I'm not doing it's not a musical, and I'm not doing a concert. I'm just I'm I'm an actor that can sing. I'm not like a singer. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So um, that's what I do. I do nine I do nine songs, and my show was an hour and 15 now it's an hour and 18 because i just added that extra song for the next run in black history i'm doing another show at running black history month and so yeah it's just it just goes back to like what holly robinson beat said, you know don't give up because if you don't give up if you keep going then you'll start finding stuff and the more I, i'm in this i'm finding more things i'm finding more things so, and to answer your question about people's response, um, I've had great responses. I've had people come to the show and say, man, thank you for that history lesson. I did not know that. And some people that are huge Harry Belafonte fans, they'll come back and say, man, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know this. You know, they'll, some people have walked out, you know, with tears in their eyes. And, and that's the effect that I love to have. Like, it doesn't have to be, necessarily negative or positive but it has to affect you you know the worst thing that somebody can do when they come to a show and say man it was all right okay well i gotta go back to the drawing board but if someone says man i loved it or someone says man i hated it okay i am affecting you in some type of way because that that gray area when it comes to art is is a death zone right that's a death zone like objective so everybody has their idea of how your show should go but they don't know your vision so you just have to do your vision lay it all out there and let the chips fall where they may like I said I put my heart and soul into this so at the end of the day it's not about necessarily taste but it's more about a conversation because some people just don't like things just because they don't like it you know but that's about taste. But if you can have a conversation and and someone's trying to understand, like you know, I didn't understand why you did this or what was the point of putting the song there, then we can have that conversation. So I've had all types of comments and and concerns or whatever it may be. But most of the but most of the time, it's like, man, that's amazing. Like, oh man. And, you did an hour and fifteen. Oh man! Oh, I didn't know that about Harry. Oh, his songs. Oh, it brought me back to that time. Oh, I remember that when that when that happened because I was a I was a kid when that happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm I know I'm doing something, and this is way bigger than me, and that's why I continue to keep putting it up because I know this is bigger than me. And I, like I said before, I just answered the call. I don't know what made me answer the call, but <laughs> I answered the call.
0: Do you find it harder to do the one man show because there's nobody to play off of, or more liberating?
2: If I step outside of it,
1: mm-hmm. um, if I'm on the outside looking in, yeah, it's scary. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I first was putting up to the show, and and I'm and after every, uh, before every performance, and my stage manager uh, Jennifer could tell you, I was like. What am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Why am I here? Like, why? And then the athlete kicks in, and it's like, well, I'm here. I can't go back. People are here. They paid their money. Let's go. Right. But literally, literally on the outside looking in, I'm like, I am insane. Why am I up here by myself <laughs> with nobody else? <laughs> like, what am I thinking right now? <laughs> uh, but as the athlete or the or the artist. Once I'm zoned in and I do my hour and 15, I walk away like, I, if I affect one person, I did my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know some people want to affect masses and they want to do a million people. I'm like, look, in my mind, whoever showed up to the show was supposed to be there. And if I affected you in some type of way, I'm winning. You know, it's... It, it, I rise to the occasion. I'm, I'm, you know, two seconds left in the game. Give me the ball. And, you know, if I, if I, if I miss the shot, I miss it. If I make it, you win. Either way, give me the ball. Right. You know.
0: So, we've come to kind of the, the, the crux and the, the hard part of the conversation. And it's always the mm-hmm. question we wrap up with. And, uh, there's no wrong answer. So, what's next? And where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Um, What's next for me right now is I'm prepping for Black History Month 2017. Mm-hmm. So I have four weeks in L.A. I'm doing uh, three nights a week. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sundays are matinees. Uh, Friday and Saturdays are 8 p.m. And so that's what's next for me with my career as of now with this show. Belafonte unauthorized, um, in five years, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, traveling with this thing, you know, getting it to some colleges, getting it to, you know, some HBCUs, not only the HBCUs, but also just colleges around the world. to do this project and move around uh, with no cane or something like that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully I never have to use a cane, but uh, with that being said, this is a story for a newer generation. It's a story that needs to be told. I want to continue to tell it until I can't tell it no more or nobody wants to see me. (laughs) And so like I said, right now it's just Black History Month. Uh like I said, everybody that comes to the show I get great reviews and um, they want to tell friends and you know, especially for black people, we need to know this story. Mm-hmm. You know, so so many times we so many times we can hear about uh Martin Luther King and Michael Max, they weren't the only ones in the civil rights movement. Right. You know, and there were other people that were a part of that, that are just as interesting, if not more. Uh, I know those are the figureheads, but you know, they have people around them as well that help them. And so, that's pretty much it right now. I mean,
0: so, how can people reach out to you?
2: Where can they?
1: Find uh, you? you can find me on all types of social media. Uh, I actually have my. Dante On the on uh, IG and Elefante Unauthorized is on Twitter because they wouldn't let me have
2: the
1: D <laughs> <laughs> For all y'all that took that D a different way, I mean, they won't let me have the D on the word. <laughs> not a different way. I gotta clarify that because
2: I know some people
1: gonna be thinking a different way, and I'm like, hold on, let me. <laughs> okay Um alright oh man <laughs> hey, they wouldn't let me put the D on the word not the D in some in another way look uh, okay see
2: <laughs> you, hey, you gotta be careful out here people don't know right? oh, take another word <laughs> so uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying,
0: I got to clarify out here. They were like, hey, they wouldn't let you
2: have a Oh, man. I done said something the wrong way. Changed your
0: whole career. I changed my whole career. I'm like, shoot. Oh, man. Look, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, y'all got people,
0: people sneaky out here. Hey, next thing you know, you're in the shade room or something like that.
1: Right. I was like, "Hey, brother, I do not. Hey, I don't
2: swing that way. Do
0: each his own, but not, not me." <laughs> oh man, um, you gotta come back and let us know what you're doing in the future. We uh, we would love to have you back.
1: And if you, hey, brother, and... if you're over here, hey, if you're over here in uh, February, uh, let me know. Come through. Come to the show.
0: Um, to actually, you know what? Tell everybody where you're gonna where the show's uh, playing.
1: Oh, uh, the show is going to play at New Collective LA. It's six four four zero Santa Monica Boulevard in Los Angeles, California nine zero zero three eight. Uh, it's all that stuff's on the website belafonteunauthorized.com. dot com.
2: That um, has
0: so the on it because you were able to. Never mind, we just moved.
1: Back. Yeah, that, yeah, that has the on it. <laughs> authorized.com, dot com, but on Twitter it's belafonteunauthorized. Unauthorized. All right. Because right. so they wouldn't.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. We're just going to leave it there.
1: We're going to leave it there. <laughs> just,
0: just, just You, You'll never forget how to spell it, people.
1: <laughs> yeah, hey,
2: you'll never forget it. Go Just
0: do what you want. <laughs> Glad that you were with us again, family. So don't forget to check out Austin J on his IG at Austin J and the website Belafonte on And check us out on IG at Brownstone MG and on the web at Brownstone Mag.com, Youth from the Stoop.com, and Brownstone MG. Until next time, family, love.